0: Hi, everyone. It's Alan Schimmel, and you're listening to another DevOps Chat. Today's DevOps Chat features Karthik Rao, uh, CEO of SignalFX. Karthik, welcome to DevOps Chat.
1: Thanks, Alan. It's great to talk to you again.
0: Always a pleasure to have you on. So, Karthik, let's just do a little, uh, you know, setting the base here, baseline setting. and. I'm going to assume most of our listeners have at least heard of SignalFX, but maybe some haven't, and maybe some have heard it, but they're not sure exactly of of who SignalFX is. Why don't we start there?
1: Sure, Alan, SignalFX is a monitoring and operational intelligence solution uh for uh, the developers and operators of cloud native applications uh our founding team my co-founder and our original engineering team all came out of facebook and were responsible for building the monitoring systems at facebook uh, back when they had a a move fast and break things culture uh, which today everyone calls devops but back then they didn't really have a term for it um so at a high level what we do differently from everyone else is we Uh, are focused uh, very heavily on the analytics part of the monitoring problem. Uh, We collect data, time series telemetry data, across the customer's entire environment from the hardware to the middleware to the application, all the way up even through the API layer. Uh, And we apply real-time statistical models around that data to identify patterns that are unusual and different and alert on those trends uh, proactively so that customers can get ahead of issues Uh, and be more proactive in their uh, monitoring uh, rather than reacting to a bunch of noisy alerts. Um, So our customers are able to, number one, get a much better handle of their distributed cloud native application architectures, understanding the patterns, what's happening. They're able to detect issues as they emerge, which is very important in today's environments because uh, most people are pushing changes out a lot more aggressively. And so you want to detect changes immediately rather than wait and discover stuff after you've made a number of changes. Uh, and it's particularly important for today's application architectures where you've got a lot of bursty workloads like with containers where you're spinning up and spinning down capacity in minutes and you really need your monitoring systems to be A, real time and discover components immediately and then B, um, be a lot more sophisticated in finding issues as they happen.
0: Excellent. And, and Carly, you know, I should also mention that in terms of a UI, Signal FX is one of the best you know UI, web based UIs that I've ever seen. And I've looked at a lot of a lot of applications, a lot of programs over the year over the years. here year, I wish it was a year. And um, you know, so and I've told you this before. I, I just think whoever designs the interfaces there is is a rock star. So just mention that. But, yeah, thank you. You know, I we spoke a little bit off my car like, and We were we were going over like you know what are some of the new metrics coming out of Signal FX, how business is going, and and you mentioned some really eye popping numbers, right? First of all, you guys are showing something like three hundred percent year over year growth for the last couple of years, which is you know everyone will say it's a startup, they're supposed to grow like that, but dude, until you know until you've done it, you haven't done it. So um, that that's an astounding number, uh, but also a big move in large enterprises. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, um, we so yes, absolutely. So we've been you know as you mentioned tripling our business year over year since we uh, you know over the past year, but uh, significant growth even uh, above that in the early years. You know we've only been selling for about three years. Our customer base is, you know, focused quite a bit on mid to larger size companies. So we've always been focused on larger accounts, whether that's, you know, the web scale players who, you know, are uh, operating, uh, you know, large scale applications with four or five nines uh, availability requirements, Uh, but also uh, a lot of the enterprise accounts who what uh, we've been really excited about is they have really moved wholesale into cloud and cloud-native application architectures. And we've seen that trend accelerate over the last uh, two or three years. So that's been a large area of success for us. Um, You know, we've got Fortune 500 customers uh, across many verticals, uh, media, retail, financial services, uh, industrials, transportation. Um, So it's, you know, we're definitely seeing that trend accelerate uh, across the enterprise, not just in a handful of verticals
0: absolutely but Carthic what about for the person out here listening to this right and he says wow that sounds great I love what you know Karthik says they're doing and the Facebook kind of background and and all of this great stuff but I'm not I'm not a unicorn I'm not even a large
1: enterprise well I think that everyone everyone today is trying to build software quickly right gone are the days where you have a three-year development cycle, and you release software and hope you get it right. It's just not going to work in today's world of, you know, web services and, you know, your competition or tech companies that are moving at at lightning uh, speed. So the issue isn't really, you know, the the world is changing. The way people are building and releasing and managing software is fundamentally different. Um, And what SignalFX does, the the analytics around SignalFX, you can look at it in two ways. One way is, yes, if you're a large environment, you absolutely have to have it to reduce noise. But another way of looking at it is you could be a small environment and you want to have a more predictive way of discovering issues as they emerge so that you too can move fast without breaking things, right? Uh, And if you look at it that way, having the kinds of capabilities that SignalFX provides are critical, even if you're a department within a big company or you're a startup with 50 people or 20 people, you still want to be able to do the proactive analysis of, hey, this code push that I just uh, rolled out, a canary release, um, is unusual relative to the rest of my application. And maybe that's indicative of a problem with my code, and I want to roll it back before rolling it out across all of my users, right? You don't have to be Facebook-sized or google size to have that problem. Um, you know, you, you're, you're just building a modern application, uh, so that's why we do have customers across segments. I mean, our focus is certainly on the, on the larger accounts, but we've got a lot of departmental deals within enterprises. Uh, we've got a lot of startups that are also using us uh, who care about having a more predictive approach uh, to monitoring.
0: Yeah, no, you know, I, I think the key there, and you mentioned the word Karthik, and it it's funny, it's a word I've been hearing over and over again, and that's this term of the modern application. I don't care whether you're big, small, or... You know, Goldilocks. The the modern application, as we call it, right, demands certain things, and one of them is obviously monitoring. But it it also modern applications demand automation, real time type of you know data flows and insight. And you know, it's not just the guys who would develop who used to develop you know once every three years. That certainly is not a modern application, but it, it's also more than just how frequently you update your your, your code. I think the modern application, that, you know, what goes with it is the kind of stuff, or at least one element of it is the kind of stuff you're talking about with Signal FX, right? These these go like hand in glove. Um,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: So that I I think that's. So to me, more than size of company, I mean that that's almost like a determining factor. Another item I just wanted to mention on the or bring up on the uh, on Signal FX itself as a company is you guys recently announced a, a rather large round of funding as well.
1: That that's right, Alan. We've uh, on the backs of all of our success, you know, we've continued to build out our product and continue to. Accelerate uh, our go-to-market. We just closed a 45 million dollar series D round in May uh, And we'll be using that to continue our investment in R&D. We're continuing to expand globally I think I'd mentioned to you uh, offline here that we just uh, Expanded into Europe. Uh, We also recently expanded into Australia. Uh, We'll continue our expansion geographically Um, So hopefully a lot more people across the the seas will will hear about us and see us in the coming quarters.
0: No doubt in my mind about it, Carter. I I can tell you from, you know, when I look at DevOps.com's demographics, you know, metrics and analytics, you know, it it blows me away that only about 36, 35 percent of our audience these days are U.S.-based. About 31, 32 are based in Europe. Uh, 15% in India, Australia is probably the fourth or fifth largest country, for instance, for our readers. So the thing about this market is it's truly, truly a worldwide market. I I don't know, Karthik, if you've had a chance to go to China recently, but I I was there for Interop China last month talking about DevSecOps. And I will tell you that the DevOps market in China is, is exploding. I mean, just... I know it's, there's a lot of people there, obviously, as there are in India. But you know, DevOps is is really catching fire. And as you and I were talking about offline Karthik, it's one thing if you if you uh, you're chasing that crowd or you're chasing that wave. In the case of Signal FX, it's a beautiful thing where. You know, maybe when you did launch, you were a little out ahead of the market, a little out ahead of, of, you know, the state of art. But they're catching up to you now, right? They're coming, and it's good to be there waiting for them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The market, what's been most interesting about, uh, you know, uh, at Signal Effects the last several years has been, you know, when we launched the company three years ago, uh, our you know What we did that was so different from everyone else is we had this real-time streaming analysis engine, streaming analytics engine, that uh, could apply these sophisticated models uh, within seconds across large data sets and help you be a lot more predictive in identifying issues. And no one else is doing it that way, and still no one else is doing it that way. And at the time, people would ask us questions of like, well, what does it really matter if you can – do things in seconds versus minutes, because the human attention span is only, you know, minutes. And if you wake up in the middle of the night, it might take you minutes to go and deal with an alert. Well, that was kind of in the old days. Now what's happening is there's so much more automation happening across the entire operations landscape. I mean, people talk about it as infrastructure as code, right? You basically automate the entire end-to-end process as much as you can. And more and more, there are these uh, frameworks that, Enable greater automation, like Kubernetes. Um, and what we're finding now is people are really recognizing that, you know, maybe we don't need, uh, you know, roomfuls of, of knock engineers waiting uh, to find a, ye- a yellow light or a red light to then go and manually invoke a script uh, from a runbook if we can just automate it. Well, guess what? If you're going to automate a remediation like that, garbage in, garbage out. You need quality in. You okay. need to have quality signals. You need to be able to uh, on T signal from noise and you need to be able to do it quickly. And if you can do it quickly, then you can automate quickly. And you, you don't, you know, the whole notion of having a human wake up and spend minutes orienting themselves goes out the door because you can just, or having a room full of knock people uh, responding to it goes out the door. You can just automate it. And then the capabilities of signal then are very unique and very critical uh, to enabling you to drive this end to end automation. And what we're finding is now more and more of our customers and, and the marketplace is recognizing this uh, as they're embarking down this path of leveraging microservices and automation around microservices and infrastructure as code. Having a system like SignalFx with its you know real-time uh, analytics and uh, you know is is absolutely critical. So it's been fascinating to see that evolve over the last uh, few years.
0: Yeah, no, no, for sure. You know, Carter, it was interesting. I, I saw an interesting uh, metric today, something I forgot who it came out of Gartner or someone that, you know, within two years, something like two thirds of cloud deployments will be container based. Which kind of blew me away, to tell you the truth. I Have you heard anything like that?
1: That, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's an incredible metric. I mean, I, I would say we're certainly seeing a tremendous amount of uh, interest in containers. Well, it's gone from interest to actual deployments, right? So two years ago, there was a tremendous amount of interest in it. Uh, nowadays, I would say that is the de facto new architecture. So I think the the keyword there is new, right? So two-thirds of new deployments. I totally believe that that, that will be the case, 100%. Mm,
0: crazy. I mean, you know, we talk about Internet time and the, and the time crunch, and it seems to be accelerating like global warming is like or climate change is. But the idea that, you know, we we'd see that kind of that kind of number and that kind of time just kind of blows me away. Um, so, Karthik, we we spent a bunch of time with with, with this stuff, you know, going over the signal effects, a little bit about the market. Hey, let's Take a look at a crystal ball and, and goes into uh, you know where, where do you see us where do you see Signal FX let's say going over the next let's say eighteen to twenty four months.
1: Uh, well, we continue to invest uh, across our business, right? So our focus right now is you know we believe there's a giant problem that needs to be solved in the industry, which is you know how do you get better visibility and monitoring around the new stack. And then beyond that, how do you get better visibility into how your operations are impacting your business? Um, so, as I mentioned at the top of this uh, podcast, you know, we think of ourselves as um, monitoring and operational intelligence uh, for modern applications. So, one of the th- things that we we see all our customers go through a similar progression where you'll start doing infrastructure monitoring for this new world where you've got to look at you know the entire microservice versus an individual node. Then you start to get into application and look at application performance issues. But then very quickly, customers typically start to look at how are all of these metrics affecting their business, right? You know, How many of my partners are making API calls into my services and who are my most expensive partners and my least expensive partners? Or if you're a SaaS vendor and you want to do a gross margin analysis by customer, all of the data already exists in your monitoring system and we see more and more of our customers extending the use of these systems To answer broader questions around um, operational intelligence Uh, so that's kind of those are the three sort of key pillars of of what you use the system um, like a signal effects for right it's infrastructure monitoring its application monitoring and then it's operational intelligence so our plans as a company are really focused around those three pillars continuing to invest in product to support all of the use cases around those three areas uh, and then continuing to invest in our sales and marketing team so that, you know, more and more companies out there can benefit from what we have to offer. So that's, that's our focus over the next 18 to 24 months.
0: Fantastic. And, you know, it, as we spoke about earlier, it's nice to be out in front of the market, but Karthik, you know, your job as the CEO, if you choose to accept this mission impossible is how do you stay out in front of it? You're right. How do you know, how do you kind of, I mean, we think containers are, are going to be dominant, right? So you want to put that cloud native yeah. dominant. What do you think is sort of the next big exactly. things coming out there?
1: Well, in our space, I think the most fascinating new set of technologies around service mesh. Um, you know, as yeah. more and more of the world moves towards leveraging uh, containers and uh, orchestration frameworks like Kubernetes, uh, the service mesh is is going to be a really interesting way of automatically getting visibility into all of the flows between all these different microservices, um, having a control plane to, you know, operate against all these microservices. And it's still relatively, you know, young, it's, it's still in its infancy, but there's a lot of great stuff happening there. You know, what you see Lyft doing with Envoy and uh, you know, Istio and Linkerd. There's just a lot of really interesting stuff happening there. And the the theme here is, you know, as developers, own more and more of their, Apple, you know, running their applications in the runtime, what you'll find is uh, more and more of the stuff that used to be this black box proprietary thing that vendors would come in and do in the runtime are just becoming available as a part of the core services. So in the case of Service Mesh, uh, a lot of the instrumentation of metrics and traces and monitoring data uh, is just, you, you're going to be able to get it uh, by virtue of running in a Kubernetes style environment, and you're not going to need these expensive proprietary agents to come in and collect that data for you. So that's great for customers. It creates a standardized mechanism of data collection, and it provides a lot of automatic uh, instrumentation, which, you know, is great for customers. Of course, then that just begs the next question, well, what are you going to do with all that data? So, um, you know, we're focused on ingesting more and more of these new types of data from these new frameworks and, uh, you know, making it even more, you know, the more data we get, the more powerful and rich the context we can provide around, you know, our alerts and and uh, algorithms and dashboards. So we're really excited to see that trend continue.
0: Very cool. Carly, we're about out of time. We're probably over time here. I apologize for keeping you on so long. But, hey, man, you guys are, you know, kicking butt and taking names and congratulations for anyone, you know, listening out there. Who hears Karthik talk about growing 300% at Signal FX year over year and raising 45 million dollars, and it sounds like all oh, la-di-da? I've been there, and I can tell you it's not easy. So, congratulations! Keep up the great work. And uh, we'll check in. Let's not wait a year to check back in with Signal FX. Let's have you on here sooner than later.
1: Absolutely, let's do it again soon, Alan. That's all nice.
0: right. Arthur Grout, CEO, co founder of uh, SignalFX, our guest here on DevOps Chat. You've just listened to another DevOps Chat. Have a great day, everyone.